Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, Ken and Lisa just left Villa Rosa so I can record an ad. Have you ever wanted to make a podcast? Well, Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily and then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it is totally free with no catch. When Scandaval first erupted, Amy and I needed to start a podcast immediately. And we use Spotify for Podcasters because it is the easiest way to publish a podcast instantly. So now, I highly recommend that you give it a try if you've ever wanted to have a podcast. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. This one's for you tonight. Okay, let's get started. Okay, we are here, Amy and I. Hi. My name is Riley Hamilton. I'm Amy Scarlotta. And this is Turtle, Turtle Time. Time. Oh my God, we are back <laughs> in the beautiful oasis of Turtle Time. I can't believe it. Yeah, uh, we are uh, recording today at our friend Lindsay's house. We're in a new location, so you'll have new energy from us today, spicing things up a little bit. Oh yeah, energy. Yeah, th- there's a completely different energy. <laughs> completely different space there's like seven dogs here yeah so you we might get interrupted by dogs if you're watching on youtube you can see a beautiful new environment 
Yeah, there's a big giant painting of a butt behind yeah, us. A huge painting of a butt. So that, you might want to just sneak a peek over at YouTube right now just to see what that looks like. Uh, Amy and I are, are also drinking Loverboy. Yep. I'm having one for the first time, and I thought it might be nice just to have my first sip on air. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's let me. It's the uh, white tea peach kissed with lavender. Yes, and I'm watching Summer House right now for the first time, and they just introduced Loverboy into the house. And everyone was loving it. I just tried it, and it's great. Thank you so much, Loverboy, for sponsoring our content. This is great white tea peach flavored. We would love any merch you guys have. I did notice, we didn't talk about this last week, but Brock on VPR was wearing a Loverboy hat on the past two episodes. Oh, I didn't see it in last week's episode. Yeah, he wore it when he came straight to the hotel from the airport, and then he was wearing it poolside at the bachelor party. That's so nice of him. Well, I already, we, we love Brock. I, it's so nice of him to wear other Bravo-related merch, not just yeah. the people on his show. No, I was excited to see it. Um, I was on the Loverboy site the other day, just like scoping it out, and there's a lot of really cute stuff on there. Amanda does a good job with their design. Yes. Um, I, you know, would love a hoodie. I'd love a hat. I'd love a 12-pack. I, you know, yeah, Kyle, I mean, hook it up. Yeah, Kyle, I mean, and we love the ads you've already been doing for us, <laughs> but we just, we want to integrate Loverboy as much as we can. I mean, it is the official drink of the Bravo universe. I mean, there are a lot of drinks in the Bravo universe, but this is a fun summer drink. It's tasty. It's perfect for the pool. Um this just actually is spawn now. <laughs> we, if this doesn't get us a contract with them, I don't know what will. I want to get that contract. Yeah. Uh, um, and you guys would be happy. Everyone would be happy if we were sponsored by Loverboy, right? It's a win-win. Oh, yeah. It really works for us. We align. Uh, our brand values align. Um, yes. I am wearing um, alternate merch right now. I'm wearing a pump hat because we did visit yeah. Pump on Sunday. I was just going to say that we, we should probably open with that. I mean, we went to, we had a full-blown Pump experience together. It was like a great day. It was so fun. Okay, so just to set a scene for you all, it was a Sunday, so last Sunday. Mm-hmm. And what was the scene again? We decided, <laughs> oh, we, we, we I were heard. afraid, yeah. yes. I had heard straight from a very reliable source that Lisa had resigned herself to the fact that Pump was actually closing and there are listings now. You can you can check out listings where people are advertising the Pump oh, really? space to lease. <gasps> oh my yeah. God, yeah, my, my this also this unnamed amazing source sent me a realtor or or whatever that yeah. is advertising Pump space saying it's in the yeah. jewel the crown jewel of West Hollywood has this garden area <gasps> with beautiful trees and it's it's People, they want new renters for it. Wait, but we were talking about this on Sunday, but like what is going to happen to those hundred year old, year old olive trees? Like Lisa paid out of pocket for those, right? Like well, how many are there? I was thinking <laughs> one would go to Sir. Yeah. One would go in that front, you know, that front area that we sat at at Sir. They just have to like break ground to put a tree yeah. in the one, middle of like the concrete patio. Yeah. One goes into Tom Tom. Schwartz yeah. and Sandy's possibly gets one if there's not enough. You know, I, I didn't see how many olive trees there were, like four? Or yeah. Three. Those are like, I don't remember if she re- like said the price um, that season, but have you ever like <laughs> looked into or heard about how much it costs to buy a mature tree? No, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. It's a lot. What? Like to, a lot. Okay. And so like that was like probably like $100,000 of trees. And Lisa 
personally one of those trees in that space? Yeah, I think I remember that. She like had them flown in and like put in. So what happens if you're only renting the space, but you plant trees? Like, is she going to rip them out? Does the owner buy them to then release the property? Does the new renter, like, how does that work? Well, yeah, the whole like renting restaurants and bar space thing is so interesting to me because I just... you are doing so much work. You're creating a new space, but then you're just renting it. Yeah, and you're you subject to. to it. It's like when um, Bar Callo and uh, Sunset Beer closed in Echo Park. For all you Echo Park heads out there, they just they were two beautiful, wonderful bars, and they just the the what the landlord just said, "Hey, I want more rent. We're going to demolish this thing and start a new." you know, property here. It's horrible. Yeah. I know. I never really thought about that until like shorts and Sandies and all of that of like, cause like I do that at my apartment. Like I put in so much sweat, sweat equity into my apartment that like I'll never get back. And like, I'm just doing because I live there and I want it to look nice. But like, yeah, like if yeah. you get kicked out or you got to go, it's like, yeah, it's such a bummer. And then the next renter just gets to experience all the beautiful things you added Seriously? to your place. No, I'm going to like, graffiti the walls before oh, you I should take down everything <laughs> that you you added um so yeah we first of all we both again got blessed parking oh oh man <laughs> let's talk about it because <laughs> you were already standing when i arrived and we got roberts right you got yeah. robertson parking metered um like right there yeah. at the cross street right by pan is it no what's What's that park called? Right by the Pacific Design Center. Yeah. It's the park where James was DJing that dog event and is like, please scoop your poop. Yeah. Please oh, scoop I didn't know your that poop. Took place right there. I think so. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got like, we, we told you where Ken and Lisa park. They park right out front of um, TomTom area. Yeah. But we got the spots where like Pandora and Jason <laughs> park. Ugh, don't talk about them. <laughs> Do you want to you update me? Because I didn't really look into what Jason did. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. I think it's kind of complicated. Like I, I also kind of like my eyes glazed over because it's like in a legal setting. So it's all very like whatever, but apparently the like beverage company or something is getting sued and someone is claiming an employee is claiming that Jason was basically like, if you know, it's good for you, you'll have sex with me or something like that. I never liked Jason. He always like kind of, yeah, like he's very, he doesn't have much personality. There's not a lot going on there. He's very like formal. And I always thought it was weird that they were just immediately in business together. Like it felt like their marriage was like a business arrangement, yeah. like yeah. an arranged marriage or something. Yeah, And I never, I mean, you know, I obviously love Pandora more than life itself, but I never really saw the spark in Pandora as well. So yeah. Jason and Pandora were sort of a blank slate couple to me. Yeah. Not a lot of fun. Yeah. So. I know, and I'm like, ugh, not not this happening. Like the second they have a baby, like, oh god, yeah, poor Pandora. The LVP must be like going insane. She can't take one more heartbreak. I know this is all too much for Lisa. Jeez, <laughs> give Lisa a little break. Um, but yeah, so we got bomb parking places each of us. Um, we got sat in the like. I, I mean, I guess like most of Pump is basically like indoor outdoor. Like yeah. you just you're amongst those trees. I had only sat indoor in my previous experience, maybe four or five years ago, and outdoor was so beautiful. Yeah, we were, like just nestled in those like oak trees. I'll like you know what I mean. I'm not going to West Hollywood very often, and you know, Me it's neither. a whole scene. But like, if that was like more conveniently located to my life, I'm like. 
I would eat here. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it was just like even without the the Vanderpump of it all, like not that the food was like incredible by any means. Uh it was like fine. It was like What would you give it? I mean it was like fine. Like it was like a totally like passable six out of ten brunch. or seven out of ten. Well, I'll give it a seven because of the pictures of booze. Um, like oh, yeah. to me, I kind of all I care about at brunch is drinking. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only reason I'm going. Yeah, same here. So the fact that like we centered it around you get there's either mimosa pitcher, um, there's um what was the other there were like there four a, options. There was a margarita pitcher. Margarita would have been amazing. Yeah, I could have done that. And then um, there was like vodka mixed drinks, like berry kind of like vodka mixed drinks, which yeah. I feel like is dangerous oh, to yeah. do. But oh, yeah. um, we did the mimosa pitcher which um was fine it was good um but it came pre-mixed which i always think is sus because i'm like how much champagne is actually in here you know it was back behind the bar (laughs) she's pouring one shot glass of champagne into it and then it was a little orange for me like when i make the mimosa i want it to be pale i want it to be like a dabble yes yeah i i'm i'm I also like that ratio. Yeah. I like just adding a little splash of orange juice and yeah. making it mostly champagne. So who knows what they were doing totally. with that ratio but there. But at 40 bucks, so four of us were drinking 10 bucks a pop. Yeah. So we got two pitchers. So we got to drink multiple rounds for 20 bucks yeah. each, which if we would have gotten one cocktail each, it would have been 20 bucks. Right. So, yeah. So we were know. all annihilated, <laughs> just fully <laughs> just fully incapacitated. Yeah. We were just like vibing so totally hard. Um, I will say I posted this on tiktok and everywhere else but i did go to the bathroom and she had that garbage soft soap in there yeah that was shocking to see she (laughs) you gotta disguise your soap at a restaurant in a a little plastic you know thing that makes it look a little nicer i thought she'd have like a bejeweled like mirrored yeah container you know something like that i mean she's over at vanderpump La Perry putting necklaces on the dogs. You know it. She, she's like spicing it up everywhere. And then I go to the bathroom and I'm catapulted into a gas station bathroom. And I'm like, what is this? But she is so tired. Okay. To rush to Lisa's <laughs> defense. She is so tired. Okay. So she probably had originally it was Lisa and Ken photos on a nice soap dispenser. <laughs> and then I bet those things are stolen yeah. six times a day. Yeah, so that's was, always what she says. She's probably like, I am so tired <laughs> of putting these beautiful soap dispensers in my bathrooms. You yeah. guys have to use this really shitty soap brand. Yeah, we have to compare. I don't remember what the Tom Tom bathroom looked like. Sir was definitely a little nicer. Oh, um, no, Tom, Tom Tom had a, a really, I mean, I love their bathroom and I, I, <laughs> I, I don't remember there being a bad soap dispenser. I think it was yeah. cool. I should go in on at all the establishments and make sure, but that might be the sign that pump really is going down mm-hmm. is that she's not even bothering with those details. Yeah. She's anymore. like, I'm not wasting one more dispenser on this place. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I did buy a hat. Um, I just realized when I put it on for the first time today that it is a large slash extra large, um, flex fit. And so. I think I need to like shrink it. It like is it's a little it doesn't stink. look ridiculous ridiculous, but it would be nice if it was a little tighter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't get out of any of those places without buying a hat. I have yeah, a it's... Sir hat. I have a Shorts and Sandy's hat. Um, I don't have a Tom Tom hat. I should get one. Um, I don't remember liking the design as much. It has like the gears on it. Oh yeah. Like the um, clockwork steampunk. Yeah, steampunk <laughs> clockwork uh, design. Um. Yeah. So. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't have any of that merch. I'd get like a. Well, I, oh, I have a beautiful Tom Tom hoodie. That's the oh, only nice. piece of merch I have. I want the one that Raquel or that Tom wore when he dresses Raquel with like the bejeweled logo on it. Oh yeah, me too. I don't know if that's even available. It was but a I Pride exclusive. Yeah, I want it. I know. Me too. Um, wait, what did you order at Pump? So I got something that I knew they couldn't screw up. I was so worried about the food, and I just didn't want to waste. $26 on yeah. something that tasted like shit. So I got a avocado toast okay. and I added bacon and poached egg. Nice. And I was like, Lisa, if you can't do that, <laughs> then we are in serious trouble. And it was actually fine because yeah. you can't screw up toast. Right. Can't screw up avocado. I mean, you could actually right. you could have really bad, but it wasn't yeah. bad. And then bacon and eggs, like the yeah. easiest thing. So that was enough to get me through um, the day. Good. Um, yeah, I got a, um, um, what's it called? Um, eggs benedict benedict with like locks yeah um which could have gone wrong um Um, oh there are many ways to screw up that (laughs) if the benedict sauce is bad yeah but it was actually good um seven out of ten yeah um and the potatoes were good um our friend ordered lisa's potato salad that's what it was Um, called yeah (laughs) um and it came in like the shape like they shaped it in like one of those like artisanal yeah. cuisine rings yeah. so that it was like a blob of potato salad but in like a yeah. perfect ring with a flower on top <laughs> yeah and then and then um our friend is vegetarian and it looked like there was bacon laced through i still this. don't know like <laughs> i'm a little confused laced through this potato salad so we all did a nice meat meat check which is great you know if you do that for your vegetarian friends so we all checked and made sure it wasn't bacon we all couldn't tell i also don't eat meat by the way um i eat seafood but i was still willing to try just because i was like curious um because it truly was indistinguishable from the potato skin and i believe now after (laughs) three days or four days of thinking about it maybe even five days i think it was potato skin you can't just Lisa would never just add <laughs> bacon to a potato dish for no reason. For Bacon's free. expensive. <laughs> yeah. And it would taste, bacon has a distinct enough taste. I think it was potato skins. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so. yeah. So I think, I mean, um, Megan, your wife's salad, she said was awful. Oh, yeah. Um, she, she gives it, I was going to say, <laughs> she gives it like a one out of 10. She got the <laughs> shrimp scampi salad or something. I don't know. That's <laughs> It was a Caesar sh- add shrimp. Oh, a Caesar add shrimp. And I was like, that is the worst case scenario for me. If Lisa screws that up, you're dead. <laughs> she said it was like drenched in anchovies. <laughs> yeah. She said my wife likes the salt. Like she's a, not a salt averse person. She said it was the saltiest thing she's ever eaten in her life. It almost made her sick. So Lisa, you know, I know when you listen to this, you love our advice about your restaurants. You got to switch up that shrimp uh, Caesar salad. That was a nightmare. But other than that, everything was okay. Yeah. Um, We also discovered that they do not offer iced tea. Oh, right. Which feels insane for just any restaurant. Our friend was like, can I get an iced tea? And they were like, we have lemonade. I was like, what? Yeah, which is not the Not the same at all. (laughs) That's not the opposite, or that's not a replacement (laughs) for uh, iced tea in any way. I'm like, I understand like the Arnold Palmer connection, but like I drink iced tea all the time and i've i don't think i've literally ever been to a restaurant that doesn't have iced there tea there should be tea brewing like crazy there yeah lisa's ordering hot tea every time she walks into any yeah. of those restaurants i feel like lisa's iced tea would be a slam dunk yeah you'd be like this is the breakfast tea blend that yeah. lisa drinks and you ice that thing down and yeah. that's the tea you're getting could you imagine see we need to be running these places lisa um, we can save pump <laughs> just add lisa's iced tea 
Lisa's famous iced tea to the menu, and people would not even like uh, iced tea drinkers would still want to have that, you know? Yeah. Um, our service was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everyone, it was like packed. Yeah. There were a lot of people there. And then that when that bill came, I was shocked beyond belief at how much it all cost. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, we were with five people. Yeah. It's like, that makes sense. Two rounds of drinks. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's fine. But I was a little shocked. Yeah. But that's okay. That's par for the course. At yeah. Lisa's um, restaurants. And, and, and then we, you know, after we left Pump, we embraced uh, the other restaurant on Vanderpump Row, Sir. And we just had a classic yeah. sir time. And we saw something about her. Oh, yeah. And we way. walked. Oh, my gosh. They should spell it like H-U-R. Oh, my God. They should. <laughs> something about her and then sir. Um, so something was, about sir. Yeah. That would be so good. So that was, yeah. So it was a fun, you know, day hitting up all of those places. Sir was fun. Uh, we Did we both order tequila soda grapefruits for the first time? Or um, I, I know I did. You did. I stuck with Pinot Grigio. Okay. Um, but um, how was yours? Oh, it was so good, but I can never drink that regularly. Yeah. I don't know how Katie does it. I yeah. was, I was to the moon. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was out of there after that. I was like, I can't drink tequila soda grapefruits. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> um, but um, uh, Diana, no, yeah, that's her name, right? The manager? Oh, yeah. She yeah, sat yeah. us. Oh, yeah. And we were like, she's the one that Kristen told her to suck a dick. Yeah. And she, oh, yeah. And <laughs> Diana does not like the publicity or like the the fan the fan love of yeah. her. She's very like down to business. This is my job. Please sit down. I mean, she's nice enough, but yeah. she doesn't like people taking photos and doing all that kind right. of stuff. I mean, I was honestly so shocked that Peter wasn't there. I think that's literally the first time I've ever been to Sir when he wasn't too. there. Yeah, it was it was I'd say pretty dead at Sir. Yeah, I mean, Sunday. have you right. ever been there when it's like, besides See You Next Bes- Tuesday? Yeah, I know, besides See You Next Tuesday, that, yeah. There's yeah. like never anybody in there. Um, yeah. I also heard that um, Peter is a realtor now. No way. My friend was listening to him on which podcast? Maybe Kristen's oh, podcast? Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing a lot of podcasts. Um, yeah, and apparently that's what he's doing, um, but I did not have the level of interest to listen myself. So oh, yeah, yeah. I'll take her word for it. Lisa should pay Peter whatever uh, an established, you know, like huge big time manager at a, at a, you know, um, profitable restaurant gets like, he should be able to live off this job. He right. should not need to be a realtor. Right. Yeah. And, oh, and then I was just some advice for Peter when he listens, if you, if he made a memoir, I've already said this, but <laughs> if he made a memoir called Peter's secrets and it was Peter on the front and it had, uh, images of the Vanderpump Rules cast, and it was all Peter's, you know, behind the scenes look at all the things he's been through for ten years. I know I would purchase a copy, yeah, and maybe some other people would. Yeah, he could get rich. Yeah, he's like underutilized as like someone that's been a fly on the wall right. all these years. Right, like imagine the stories he has to tell. I wonder if he gets paid by Bravo, like at all. Like, I mean, I know they have to pay them for, like, existing on camera, but, like, do I, they, like, have to, like, renew him? Or is it just, I, mean, I feel like it's really just, like, an as-needed basis. I think like, Peter, he, there's no way he's still just getting, like, scale every episode he appears in. That would be, like, 600 to 900 bucks where any episode he's in, he gets paid that. There's no way he hasn't negotiated for more than that because he's yeah. been on the show for 10 years. Right. They might have, like, a special contract that's, like, Peter's <laughs> clause. And it's like he gets, I don't know, like 
15 grand a, a season or something. That would be nice. Yeah, I, he must. He, he, <laughs> he contributes to the show in a way. He went on dates with Raquel where she broke That's down. True. If you're contributing that much, you can't just be making 600 a day or Has whatever. he ever been on Watch What Happens Live? Maybe a bartender? I bet he's brought drinks. I bet yeah. he's yeah, been a bartender, but I don't think he's ever just been in the hot seat. They should just have him on like with someone else. Yeah. Like, be he couldn't to... hold by himself probably, but no. like... Like last night, they had Schwartz on with, for some reason, Rob Lowe's son, and it was so weird. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I'm like, what if they throw Peter in there? But I really, I really liked. It was odd. I was like, why <laughs> the hell is Rob Lowe's son here? And it, but, but I liked that pairing because he just completely um, seeded the floor to Schwartz yeah. and Andy, and he was as intrigued by what Schwartz had to say as the audience was. So right. I kind of thought that was fun. Like he yeah. actually, one of the reasons why I can't like watch watch what happens live all the time is because i can't see celebrities um be embarrassing like if there's someone <laughs> i like i don't do you ever do you ever feel that way if there's someone i i like i i don't want to see them off the cuff because if they're not funny yeah or if they're like yeah lame i just don't like to see it it makes me really really embarrassed yeah them. so he was actually the best case scenario i was really worried that he'd be like unfunny or, right. or weird or whatever but he was actually pretty great no he was so into it um, but yeah, when I like initially saw the announcement of like, I was like, oh, Schwartz is on. And then I was like, who the hell is that? Did it say John Owen Lowe or yeah. John Owen? Okay. I think it did, but I still you would have never put that together. Yeah, you would have never been like, oh, Rob Lowe's son. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was very confident um, in his place to be there. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, should we talk about that? Yeah, it I think we should. Insane. Yeah, I think we should segue into Watch What Happens Live. Um, I guess... I, for one, wait, I, I mean, I think we both were, I was stunned. <laughs> I mean, when Schwartz was announced, I had no high hopes at all about him being on Watch What Happens Live. I thought it'd be a fluff interview. I didn't, I know that he, um, he is very evasive sometimes when he answers questions yeah. or he covers his mouth all the time. <laughs> I had no idea what I was in for. Well, he had a solve for that. Yeah, that was, yeah, right. He, he, <laughs> he wore those uh, wrist trainers or whatever, but it felt like, now that the reunion had happened and now that Scandaval was out, it felt like Tom Schwartz wanted to fully unburden mm -hmm. his soul yeah. about everything he knew. And I thought for the most part, for the most part, I'll, I'll say one caveat, but I thought for the most part, this was the true story according to Schwartz. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Yeah, I think he was telling the truth. Um, he had a hard time um, getting his words out on mm -hmm. how exactly to phrase it. And Andy wasn't really helping him. No. Um, like I was like, I get what he's saying, but he's like kind of getting overwhelmed and saying it in a way that's hard to understand. And Andy kept being like, what do you mean? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. can you like try and help him express what he's trying to say? I think like, Andy <laughs> Cohen was just like, I can't believe he's being, uh, you know, so <laughs> honest. I am going to just let, give him the 10 seconds of, what he wants to say because right. what he is saying so far has been amazing. And he just wanted Schwartz to like get it out. Cause when he let Schwartz just talk for 20 or 30 seconds, you get the Raquel is Sandoval's heroine. Yeah. Which if, if Andy would have tried to, you know, get at what Schwartz was saying, maybe he wouldn't have said these like right. insane <laughs> things that we heard last night. Oh my God. I love it. I yeah. love he, he does have like a little bit of a, um, like, 
je ne sais quoi of like language. Oh yeah. Like he always like says stuff that I'm like, where'd you pull that out from? Like what? Uh, my <laughs> controversial hot take is that Schwartz is actually very smart yeah. and he has no ambition and he likes to just have fun and drink. He has some, totally something that makes him want to get drunk all the time. No, That's he's just... like clever. Um, yeah, I, I, but I think he's, I think he's smart. When, remember yeah. when they showed his amazing math skills? Like I think last <laughs> season, I don't know if you remember that, but he was just like, I love doing math. And he was running all these numbers in his head. It was like a beautiful mind where all of these equations were going. I think that he just doesn't, he doesn't utilize his intelligence because right. he doesn't need to. Right. You don't need to be sp- He's smart. charming. Yeah, he's charming, well, and, he, and he likes to get drunk all the he time. He got all the brain power out of uh, the Schwartz boys. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sandoval, I'm, you know, every time I see him now, I'm like, I like this guy so much. <laughs> and he is like, he looked so lame this episode, not to skip forward. But I was just like, whoa, Sandoval is like really lame right now. Oh, Everything God. I see him doing is like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Schwartz was saying, um, he found out about a one night stand in August. Um, he later in the episode clarified that he asked specifically if that was before or after he had made out with Raquel at the wedding. And he said that it was after like that he had, that she had not slept with Sandoval yet when they made out, I think is what he said. I thought he said Okay, so I thought I thought the timeline was that Mondrian guys night yeah. is actually the first one night stand. Like that was in August. That was earlier in August before right. Sheena's wedding, which was um, at the end of August. Do we know the date of her wedding? Uh, uh, my wife looked into it, and it was late August. I think it was like the last week of August. I have to potentially check on that, but I'm almost positive that. Now that Jamie All Over interview makes so much sense, right. where they saw uh, Sandoval and Raquel being intimate, like having an intimate conversation. I think then I heard that they went to Ariana's house after and like had sex in the driveway. I don't know if that's oh, like in the, the driveway or, or like in or maybe in the house when Ariana oh was gone. I, f- I forget the details <laughs> of that, but I think it was early in August this happened. And then Schwartz didn't know at right. Sheena's wedding that this had actually happened. So the part where Sandoval is like, egging him on to do this and saying you need to make out with someone is so much weird yeah. because he had slept with Raquel at this point. I mean, they, they like made out so much like more than I thought. Like I thought from the clip, it was like a peck on yeah, the lips as kind too. of like a joke, like, haha, we did it now. But it like goes on for like seven seconds and there's tongue. Yeah. It goes on and on. And I was like, Oh my God. And like, little, yeah. they're literally like lit. Like, the table is, like, lit. So I'm, like, they're just on full display, which it seems like no one saw them, which is surprising to me that everyone wasn't all eyes on them. No, but I think there was cheering in the background. Okay, I, so I, maybe I they're they, just going to show us later. Yeah, I think the editors, like, uh, toned down the cheering and screaming because at one point I think someone yells, make yeah, out. Yeah, I think it was this. Brock. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they, like, send them on their way. Yeah. And so, even Ariana's, like... When someone says that yeah. someone's going to make out with shorts, here comes Raquel. Yeah, but that it, that is so strange to me because in our, this timeline, if it's true, she had already slept with Sandoval, a one-night stand, mm-hmm. and then she's still going through this storyline, you know, like trying to make the storyline happen of, of her being attracted to Schwartz, which maybe she is, right. I guess, attracted to both of them. Yeah. Um, they literally, whenever they're together, I feel like I'm watching, like, eight-year-olds like who uh Schwartz, Schwartz and, Raquel. and Raquel like I'm like what and then oh my god I'll wait but Raquel is 
every time she talks, something new is just I yeah. I don't know what's wrong with her. Me, me neither. <laughs> it, it's it, it's shocking, and I almost wish I had the view of her where I didn't know what she was about to do, so I could just judge her based off her merit. Because I think no matter what, I would have thought Raquel is very strange this season, <laughs> and I'm not rooting for single Raquel like right. I, like she, I would have. Yeah, she just like. I don't know. Like, of course, I'm not saying that she should like in the past, she was always kind of masked by Mm -hmm. James being the front and center, like for attention. Um, And then in the past, we got the thing where she her big moment was that she was going to throw a puppy party, which actually now is really aligned with her personality. Um, She's very just childlike yes uh, i don't know how else to put it but uh <laughs> maybe she should date um bert billy or uh brandon, brandon. that would be amazing that would, what a great show that would be <laughs> raquel meets bert billy and brandon they should do the Florida. bachelor but yeah. with all three brothers and oh. she has to date all three and then choose one yeah who, who she likes the most <laughs> I think childlike is a great way to put it. I don't know what is so offensive that I don't want to say it, but Raquel, to me, (laughs) behaves like a child. The way she talks is like a child. She acts like a child. Simple Jack. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It honestly makes me think, like, I don't know how Schwartz is, like, actually attracted to her, and I really don't know how Sandoval is actually attracted to Raquel, but apparently he's the most attracted to Raquel that he could be to anyone in the world. I think she's, like a hollow shell for him to like project his vision upon like she i mean she looked amazing in that little weird outfit she wore um in the pool at the wedding like i don't even know what it was it was like i don't know almost looked like a like ice skating outfit or something but like her legs are like 30 feet long like she you know she's a beautiful girl um but i feel like um sandoval she you know will be his biggest fan. Um, she's not sick of him yet. Um, she probably thinks he's really smart, whereas Ariana's <laughs> always like, you're an idiot. Like, shut it's up. True. You're it's You're lame. True. Like, get a life. It's true. Ariana um, was so much smarter than him. He was always the dumb one. And yeah. now he looks like a philosopher <laughs> compared to Raquel. He's, he's like, like, so stoked. He's starting, he like dresses like Elliot Gould in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, like, it's he, getting out of control. Yeah, he is... I kept thinking this is like a Star Wars reference, so I almost didn't <laughs> want to say it. But this is like honestly the slow turn that Anakin had to the dark side <laughs> that uh, the movies sort of gloss over because you just know he's going to be Darth Vader. But like his pivot, Sandoval's pivot <laughs> to being a good guy that I rooted for to now being this sort of dark, evil figure is insane. Yeah. He is like, I, I'm watching him. I'm like, this is a bad person. Yeah. Right now. He like, I mean, I'm jumping ahead, but. Yeah. Um, he, his like outfits by the pool and like he's wearing like platform studded sandals with like his toenails painted and like his giant Gucci sunglasses yeah. and like it's just I don't know what to make of it because especially now that we know that he's like dead inside it's like I used to be like okay like maybe he's kind of pulling it off like he's really fit like he looks pretty good he takes care of like you know, his face looks good, like whatever. I was like, you know what? Like he's having fun, like whatever. Like I'd, I guess rather see that than a guy wearing like basketball shorts or whatever. But now I'm like, okay, can you chill? Like it's like, it's like all consuming. 
Yeah, he's if you see him in the background of any shot, he's always going to where the attention is. Like when Brock was playing those drums, I saw Sandoval um, <laughs> run over oh to them to like start playing. You and know, it's almost he like loves to play an yeah. instrument. Yeah, and then and then when you see him walk in the room, he's doing a spin to show off his outfit. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the, the, the episode now, so maybe we can yeah. we can transition. But I guess to button up our Watch What Happens Live um, conversation, it was shocking to watch in real time. For how Schwartz, how open he was about the timeline, because there's been so much mystery about this and when Schwartz knew, and I feel like he gave his honest, you know, answers about this whole timeline. I do think it's horrific that he didn't tell Ariana even about the one night stand. It's not like yeah. one night stands are like this get out of jail free card in cheating terms. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, he got drunk and it happened once. It's like you still, but Schwartz gave himself an out on that and said that Sandoval slow slow walked him saying that he is going to, at some point, break up with Ariana. Right. It's just taking a long time. There's all these events in Ariana's life that I can't break up with her. So yeah. Schwartz is sort of, um, what, morally yeah. you know, in the right, or at least yeah. a little bit. I mean, I also am like, okay, so like Sandoval is like literally his best friend in the whole world. Obviously, that means he's close with Ariana, too, and they've yeah. known each other a long time. But I'm like, I mean, obviously, I feel like everyone, if you think in your own life, like, when you're friends with a couple, you're more friends probably with one or the mm -hmm. other. Like right. if they were your friend first, that's probably how you know the other. And it's like, are you going to be the one to like, you're kind of like, you're my friend. Like you should do what's right. Like, which he's trying to say, he told him to do, told yeah. Sandoval to do that. Yeah. And that he claimed that he would and then didn't. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of give Schwartz a, a little bit of a pass being that like he did say like his dad was in the hospital. Yeah. He like almost went broke. His brother had cancer. I'm like, honestly, like sometimes you're like, I like don't have time for your chaos right now. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously their entire life is chaos, but like, yeah, I can understand being like totally distracted and being like, yeah, actually I'm not going to insert myself into this like love triangle. And like, that's like on you to deal with. And like, that sucks for Ariana. But like, if you want to handle it in a fashion that's going to blow up in your face, then that's how it's going to happen. Yeah. And Schwartz is just such a guy code guys guy. Yeah. He's so loyal to, to men. Yeah. Like, like, and obviously his loyalty to Sandoval and Jax, as we saw, right. is just so strong that he will not do anything that his that you know to um what's that called to indict his friends yeah. you know accuse his friends of anything other than being the most you know the most amazing people and we saw that on watch what happens live again he's like i'm mad at sandoval but i fully <laughs> forgive him and i love him and i'm not going to give up on you old buddy and so <laughs> he implored us as fans to hug sandoval on the street yeah which will you do that if you see him well Probably not. I mean, I don't think Sandoval would want a hug from me personally. And I, yeah, I probably wouldn't hug any of the Vanderpump Rules <laughs> cast members at this point, you know, now. And that was, I see why people would not like that, that <laughs> statement. I understand why people do not want, like, why wouldn't Ariana get hugs, you know, yeah. from fans now? Why does Sandoval need to get hugs? But if he's advocating for Sandoval and he knows Sandoval is, is in a horrible, horrible place right now. Like I get why he's advocating to, for people to hug Sandoval. It's just, he's so blinded by his love for yeah. Sandoval through all of this. Yeah. And that's why he said that. You right. Know? It is like, I mean, where do we <laughs> as a society 
draw the line because <laughs> it sounds like Sandoval is in danger every time he walks out onto the street. He's he people are about to pour beers over his head. They're basically holding beers <laughs> over his head, threatening to tip it over on him. They're yelling cheater, you know, at him. They're vandalizing Schwartz and Sandy's with lipstick and Team Ariana. It's like I I get Schwartz's advice where it's like this this is a show and these are, or the, or actually these are real people and yeah. you're watching a show. And so do not let it ever blur into like violence or harm <laughs> against these people. But also it's like no one culturally is ready to hug right. uh, Sandoval or forgive well, him yet. Also word on the street is that he's stinky. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Apparently uh, Sandoval stinks to high heaven. He smells <laughs> like Coors Light and BO. Which and, I uh, think cigarettes. if we rewatch I remember there being multiple yeah. accusations of that on the show. Yeah, Schwartz says, I don't want to kiss him again. He stinks. Or he, or Schwartz is like, why do we always have to kiss? He smells like cigarettes. Or oh, my God. On another um, Watch What Happens thing, Schwartz is like, what he was basically like, did you have any clue that like she may have already slept with Sandoval when you kissed her? And he was like, well, in retrospect, her mouth did smell like cigarettes. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, and everyone groaned. It was like a total groan. <laughs> Andy was like, oh, God. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, I mean, God. anything else to say about Watch What Happens Live besides it oh, being just sort there of mind-blowing? There were just so many non-sequiturs. Like, he was so, like, unorganized. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I feel like he's entering his, like, I don't know what era, like, quirky ant era or something mm-hmm. like on this new episode like i just feel like his like glasses are always like crooked yeah. and his hair is always like unkempt and he's just like wearing his slides and i'm just like are you like functioning as a human being like what is going on yeah I mean, he's in his midlife crisis <laughs> sloppy era, era yeah a little bit like he's definitely he is overwhelmed with life and then this is just like another huge thing that you know he's a part of now that is probably causing him like stress in life yeah um, um all right well let's um let's take a a Another word from our sponsor, Loverboy. And then when we return, we will get into the new episode. All right. Perfect. (laughs) And we're back. Um, I did want to say very quickly um, that um, I have a few fact checks for last week. Um, One being that um, Robert Earl does not own the Hard Rock, but Planet Hollywood Oh, okay. So I didn't want to mislead I, everyone. Oh, I fully, yeah, I took your word on that. <laughs> I was like, who the hell is Robert Earl? And I just, yeah, you got me with that one. So I'm glad to, okay. yeah. I also, I, yeah, sorry. No, I was just saying, I, I do feel like people were, um, you know, emailing us a bunch, just being like, uh, you know. So he owns the Hard Rock? Yeah. Okay. Um, No. <laughs> oh, he owns the. the um, Planet Hollywood. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I like conflate them in my mind. Um, I also at one point called Chloe Kardashian Chloe Jenner, um, which I know people knew what I was saying, but I don't want people to think that I don't know what I'm talking about regarding yeah. the Kardashians because I very much do. Of course. <laughs> Did I get any facts wrong? Um, I believed everything you said. <laughs> right, wow. I, I like a little fact check. I, I, I think we should do that every episode because what I don't want to mislead anyone ever. Yeah. Um, um yes. I just was too lazy to like insert any corrections. Mm-hmm. Um which, you know, if it's something super glaring, we could do that, but I didn't think it was an emergency. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no. That was that was fine. And I think people only had to believe that falsehood like for one week and then they'll get, you know, the truth right yeah. now, which is great. 
Um, all right, so let's head into this new episode uh, called Forbidden Fruit. Forbidden Fruit. So Raquel is the forbidden fruit, right? <laughs> I guess so. Or is Schwartz the forbidden fruit? <laughs> They're the Adam and Eve eating the forbidden fruit. This is a title where I'm like, what? What, <laughs> what were they really do they mean? Like, I, I remember like galaxy gaslighting. I was like, that makes sense. Galaxy mm-hmm. lights. Like, it's like, it's a, you know, it's a pun. And I guess there was gaslighting in that episode. But forbidden right. fruit. Th- them kissing is the forbidden fruit, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> There's no other it way It doesn't to really that, work. Right? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's a bad title. Yeah. Um, so I literally tried to write down, um, the first thing that Sandoval says in the episode. Oh, I got it. Okay. Because I literally, it like oh, makes it. so little sense. I got it. This is That great. I couldn't even write it down. Oh, this is great. Okay. <laughs> I have it. Word for word. Verbatim. You don't need to fact check. This is good. <laughs> Sandoval says to James in all honesty, in all earnesty, he says, sometimes real power is having the power to do something and not doing it. Which, to me, that's true. Sure. That's true. And I guess, but I didn't know what he was referring to in that <laughs> instance and why it made sense to tell James that. Right. Because um. <laughs> what was James doing? <laughs> that? I, yeah, yeah, What is, I don't even know. Like, he was basically just telling him, like, shut up. Yeah, he was like, "You, James, you have power, and and you are so reactive." Oh, maybe maybe it was in reference to James getting a physical altercation yeah. with one of Brock's wedding guests. He's like, "You are so powerful. Sometimes <laughs> you can be a powerful person by not doing what you're capable of with right. your power." And sure, which is just like being like a human being. Yeah, um, I, I totally. And yeah, and that's that's that philosophical uh, Sandoval that exactly. Raquel is blown away yeah, by. Yeah, he says Nostradamus. Stuff like that. <laughs> He says stuff like that. Raquel is literally like, oh my God, I am dating the smartest person in the world right now. And then uh, James like absolutely slayed Uh, uh, with his insult comedy. Uh, Amazing. He goes, he's like, what is he, uh, Uncle Ben from Spider-Man? At first my brain was like, Uncle Ben? Like, like, huh? And then I was like, oh, from (laughs) Spider-Man. And he's like, with great power comes great. Shut up. We're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, it it was amazing. I love, I mean, he loves Sandoval, I mean, in this era, and he still is like, fuck off, Sandoval. Yeah. You don't, like, don't tell me any wise thing. James is so much smarter than Sandoval, too. Yeah. I mean, by by far. James is really feeling himself this season. Oh, he's, he really like, is. really on 10. Like, every time he's on camera, he's saying something, like, rude Provocative. or insane. Uh, yeah, or, or loud. I, I yeah. no longer believe the, the Coke theory anymore. I believe the See You Next Tuesday theory when he told all, us all in the audience that he really thought he had to bring it this season to, mm-hmm. like, amp up the season. And so this is just, he is doing what he knows fans of James love. Yeah. He's telling it like it is. He's rude. He's saying funny stuff. Like, he's he's going in. He's he's very amped up. But yeah. I think in an organic, natural way. Right. I mean, the rumor on the street is that him and Sandoval come to blows at the uh, reunion, which is not him using his power uh, to do nothing. Right. No. I, I, yeah, exactly. So... It was that was interesting, but also like this whole Sandoval thing. I, I said it last week. What is Sandoval doing this season? He has no storyline besides Schwartz and Sandy's, and he's really yeah. taking a backseat to Schwartz yeah. in all storylines. And I wonder if he wanted to just check out this season, or if when Raquel and him started to have an affair, he yeah. didn't want there to be any cameras that could have captured that at that moment when he was doing something very 
you know, devious. Yeah. Because he, I, I, I'm wondering if producers were like, Sandoval, you and Schwartz are like the leads of this show. What, what are you doing this season? Because he is like, a, he's basically, he has the level of uh, camera time that Brock has right. as, as Sheena's husband, who's basically, he's not even a friend of right. at this point. Yeah, he really hasn't said much. Like when he said that inspirational quote, that was like the first thing he said in a while. Yeah, and then when you see him and he's dancing around in his outfit or where he's trying to get uh, shorts to make out with people or whatever, it's very much like a sidekick or, or yeah. a background yeah. uh, character. Do you do you have any um, inkling as to why Sandoval decided to take a backseat or <laughs> if they didn't want him as... You know, the, the basically main character of yeah. this season? I mean, yeah, it's kind of like um, he's a bit of an enigma because it's like he both seems like desperate for attention with the way he dresses and like his like aggressive like dancing and flamboyant nature. He, he, yeah, he literally will go to where the attention is and yeah. dance or try to get some of the the attention you can still see that but why is it in the background right. why is it not the main focus of this season yeah i mean it could be like editing giving um schwartz more time yeah this is the schwartz the short season um because i'm sure sandoval was still doing all kinds of stuff um that is annoying like he got fired up at that pool party um he got fired up um, he did sandoval did yeah he um <laughs> Was yelling at. He was defending Raquel oh, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Oh. Of course. Of course. Yeah. He yeah. loves to come to the defense of a one-on-ten environment. He's yeah. always the one defending someone against the onslaught. Yeah. Of and then Ariana was like, "I'm getting out of here. Yeah, I yeah. can't even deal yeah. with you okay. right now." Yeah, you're right. He was um, amped up there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So, but yeah, it's definitely been few and far between. I feel like the Schwartz and Sandy storyline is all he's getting, and it's like such a snooze. Oh, it's so and, boring. Oh my God. Oh. This is again jumping ahead, but like, let's jump ahead. When Ken and Lisa are yeah. talking about Schwartz and Sandy's, and she's like, the set to open in 10 days. And like, she's like, they're not going to be able to open <laughs> right then in 10 days. He's like, what's going on now? He's like, sorry, my note card <laughs> fell. I don't know what the fight is about right now. <laughs> He's Let's just, just like jump because we puppy. don't have to talk. I was so <laughs> mad at this scene because I was so um, excited for the storyline that Lisa might go <laughs> into business on Schwartz and Sandy. Yeah. So the fact that Lisa is talking to Ken about how she's going to go have a talk with Greg that they need yeah. to open, she's like, 
Lisa's like, um, I bet Greg is so mad that they're at Sheena's <laughs> wedding when they're supposed to open. So I think you and I should have a conversation <laughs> with Greg just to talk to him about what the Toms are like. Like, I don't even know what 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 was her rationale for sitting down Greg in a conversation. I know. And then she goes to Ken. She goes, you liked Greg when you met him, didn't you? And he was like, he was all right. He was okay. Yeah, it, it was. It, he didn't. Uh, yeah, which I my note was. What didn't he like about Greg? Yeah. I mean, come on. Greg I think is a he was fire. just like literally fell asleep while yeah. he was there. Like yeah. he just had the dog on the table. Um, he didn't remember meeting Greg. Maybe so he yeah. just said he was okay. He didn't want to like get it wrong. Yeah. Um, so that scene was just like okay. This is Lisa's most inorganic attempt at being a part of the story that I've ever seen. I know. Cause like usually the, the problem with them not being at the restaurants all the time is that she can't just pop in, which was her main source of camera time was that she was always going to sit at the restaurants. Like she'd be like, get me a cup of tea. Right. She'd be going over the like receipts, the yes. reservations. Yes. Um, you know, she would be like there all the time. Um, and they were there all the time, but now they just have to do a solo shoot at Villa Rosa just to check in just so that she can even be on the episode at all. Yeah. And her check in, like, it just makes no sense. Please do not talk to Greg. He'll be like, what the hell are you doing? I actually would love to see that. <laughs> I mean, too. I would love to see too, just for how like weird it is. But like Lisa, Greg does like, not need to hear from you about anything. They'd be like the like little women Atlanta clip, like her and Ken coming into shorts and Sandy's like, Hey, how uh, y'all doing? I've never seen that clip. I should I'll show it to you after or I'll okay. drop it in right here. Okay, good. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, so I thought, okay, so we can just brush by that scene uh, later. But yeah, that was like, that was so weird to me. I was like, leave Greg alone. He does not need to have a sit down with you, Lisa, about anything. He's opened 19 restaurants and like, you don't need to make the case for the Toms. Yeah. Um, Um, But but anyway, after the, okay, so after the, uh, Tom Sandoval's beautiful, powerful quote where he talked (laughs) about what you can do if you have real power, I think then... We go into, I think, you know, my favorite scene <laughs> by far, one of my favorite scenes, of, you know, in Vanderpump Rules history, which was the divorce Re- celebration. Dinner. Reservation for Bubba. Yes. <laughs> yes. How did you feel about the scene overall, just before we get into it? Uh, like the whole thing? Yeah, this scene. Yeah. Just- um, it was great. It was frustrating to watch while being hilarious, but it was like, what did you guys think this was going to be? Because you guys don't get along anymore. Like you didn't get along when you were married. Every time you talk, you get in a fight. You got in a fight at the pool party. That's essentially unresolved. Like you don't have to go to dinner with your ex. Yes. You just don't. Yes. But but there is a world where this could have been okay. If they hadn't brought up some very clear triggers that they have in their relationship, this right. dinner could have gone. But okay. have they ever had a conversation where they weren't both triggered. It's literally every single time they talk. What I liked about this scene was that we got to see a full dinner almost from start to finish. We got to see the arrival. Yeah. We got to see the waiter interact, yeah. which we love to see. Jean-Mapel Vladimir. Yeah, we got to see. Yeah, I loved that. We got to see what they ordered for their drinks, their their food. And then we just saw a fight in real time happen which, with, with very little editing, it seemed. Like, yeah. he was... He was eating the bread and butter, and you knew that was the moment when they were still doing good. And then, as the <laughs> scene progressed, it like got worse and worse. It was yeah. like it was amazing to me to watch that. 
I was just, they kept the server just like kept coming by and just like interrupting their argument. And like, they'd be like, here's the bread here. Like here's the drinks. Like, and then at one point, um, Vladimir called her Senorita Bubba. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, wow. That is so sweet. (laughs) He interrupted. Uh, Schwartz was so fired up at one point and he said something like um, he he was, he couldn't imagine that he was fighting with Katie right now in this like beautiful restaurant. And he was so upset. He was like, this is so weird. This is so weird. I never fight with people. I never argue with people. And then he was like, never in my wildest fever dreams could I ever (laughs) imagine. And then Vladimir (laughs) came over and interrupted it completely right in the middle of the sentence. And I I was like, what the hell was he going to say? But I guess it was just that, he could never imagine like going on a, like a, a trip for another person's wedding and like arguing, uh-huh. I guess, with anyone else. That's such uh-huh. a beautiful event or beautiful yeah. time. <laughs> so no, it was so funny. And then yeah. Katie kept telling him to be real, be real. Yeah, I wrote down B R I L L, be real. Yeah, and that was because he he couldn't be honest. Well, I guess, I guess going back, it start Schwartz seemed so nervous. Just, yeah. just like he was fidgeting. He was grabbing his phone. <laughs> he said his suit jacket didn't fit him. Well, he was interrupting the toast. The first <laughs> toast he tried to give was, it was to getting back on the hedonic treadmill. Yeah. And I was like, I was so, I was like, she didn't get it. He questioned if he got it, <laughs> but also did he mean like hedonistic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hedonic. Like, yeah. I think hedonic is that's a like word. That's like what that means, though. But, but like, that's like I, the he, same realm of what he was saying. But he's treating it like okay. So they, I think the editors are are or someone is is not wanting to talk about how Katie and Tom are actively talking about them sleeping and making out with other people that they're sort of okay with talking about it because remember that text message we talked about last week where it was like you're gonna cuddle some guys, bubs. Like yeah. Schwartz is like very open to the idea of Katie getting with other people and right. Schwartz is just this is his coming out party to start making out with other people right so maybe he said to getting back on the hedonic treadmill is like he was saying Katie and I for us getting started back and having right. sex with other people right but and it sounds like that's something that they maybe talk about but uh-huh. obviously it just killed the vibe completely it was not romantic it was right weird. yeah 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 <laughs> he also like throughout the episode kept being like I think I'm in love. I'm going to make out with so many chicks tonight. And I'm like, you're not going to do anything. First of all, like (laughs) just like incapable. He really, he needs someone like Raquel that just literally is a magnet to him, to his open mouth, who will just come up to him. The minute anyone says Schwartz make out, he will, will just, you know, do that with him. That's the only way he, cause he's, he's very lazy or he's, or he's, um, not interested in, in making out yeah. and having sex with people, which he I said mean, before. He said he had a celibate yeah. like, he, era. Of yeah, he was like, I'm borderline like asexual. Yeah. Which I feel like they both were in their marriage. Like they were just like, whatever, like we're yeah, just gonna Katie like get postmates too. and chill. Like yeah. what fine. Um I honestly like wanna skip the entire like la la attending or not attending storyline because mm-hmm. it makes me so bored and yeah. she annoys me so much. La-la and does. yeah. Yeah. I'm this, just like She's always like, she's like, you know why I'm not going to go on the boat is because they'd be screaming like bitch overboard or whatever and claiming, you know, yeah, implying that she would throw somebody. Raquel overboard. Yeah. And I'm like, she keeps saying this. She even said it um, on like Instagram last night about Sandoval, about she's regarding hugging him. 
She was like, we're not hugging him. We're like cold. She was like, we're going to give him a nuclear wedgie. We're going to punch him in the dick and like do all this stuff. And I'm like, she's always like threatening all this violence. She like talks a really big talk. But when I like go through my brain, I'm like, the only thing she's ever done in my memory is the time she pushed Kristen. Yes. Which they love to play that clip. Um, But I think that's literally the only time she's ever put her hands on someone. Also. Chris, if she would have stayed five more minutes, Kristen would have, <laughs> I think, literally knocked her out. Yeah. I mean, I, Kristen versus Lala, yeah. game over. I'm yeah. betting Kristen yeah. <laughs> nine times out of ten on that yeah. one. I also find Lala's violent rhetoric to be really strange <laughs> when she is the one saying, I can't even go on a catamaran boat with Raquel, who is not going to do anything to you. You no. know Raquel is not going to do anything. She's not even going to talk to you. She no. might come up very awkwardly and say, I'm sorry, yeah. Lala. But yeah, I, I just felt like, Lala makes things about herself when she doesn't do things. Mm-hmm. Like people have to wonder where Lala is. Like Sheena has every right to be like, why isn't Lala participating in my wedding events? And Lala's like, I don't want to make it bad for you. I, I, I you know, I like, I, I'm going to be uncomfortable there or whatever. But it's like, Lala, just that's what being a friend is. Being in an uncomfortable spot sometimes, you know, Raquel's not going to do yeah. anything. Yeah, I was annoyed with Lala as well. I felt bad for Sheena. Yeah, like, Lala just like she sat with Katie and Christina Kelly at the at the that was like the welcome <laughs> dinner. That was yeah. a big event. Yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah we can just brush over that. But Lala was so annoying to me this episode. Yeah. And this is the era where we should all be loving Lala. It's like what we keep saying. Right. If they would have just played their cards right and been right. normal during the season, we would all be like the biggest. Lala freaks right now and Katie freaks. Yeah. No. Um, Lala did another annoying thing. Her, her conversation with Allie. I was, uh, do you remember oh, on, right. the on the boat? Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, you are telling, you're basically <laughs> telling her that like James is going to explode at some point. And like, it was honestly like she was saying you should break up with James. That's right. The kind of vibe. I yeah. Got. It was well, like, she was like, don't be like me and like have the wool over your eyes. And I'm like, okay, but like your baby daddy, like actively like is like a criminal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, James is not like James Randall. is like, has like a personality disorder. He's a freak, but like, she knows that like yeah. clearly she knows that. And also, you're still friends with James. So you love James. <laughs> Every time I see you, you're like, I. You, you, she has just such a weird relationship with James. Like she literally says, like she loves him, and they are like twin spirits, and they are like the perfect combination. And then she will just say something like, "Ali should break up with him. Like you can't trust him. Like he's drunk." <laughs> Last week, she was like, "Why do you say such vulgar things? Like put a baby in Ali." When Lala is the queen of saying the most vulgar things. Absolutely. Like that's her. No, thing. she's the most like self righteous person of all yeah, time. Like, I know, and it's like I have. Have moments where I love Lala and I can see that she's so funny and she's very smart. I think she's in the top four cast members mm-hmm. of like the smartest, which we mm-hmm. should just do our rankings. Yeah, <laughs> rankings of who we think is smartest. But Lala just yeah, there's something about her. She's she she is fake. Sometimes. Yeah, she mm-hmm. cannot let her true feelings come out because she has such a tough exterior. And yeah, she wants everybody to know how tough she is. All the time. Right. I mean, yeah, she just needs to like chill. Yeah, just she gets chill so out. like overboard all the time. Yeah. Like, um, like Raquel. Like, she would have pushed, yeah. pushed Raquel overboard. Right. Exactly. Um, so then cut to Katie getting a knock, a little <sighs> knock on her door. I go, who is this? I go, Schwartz. It's obviously Schwartz. He's yeah. coming to apologize. I thought they were going to cue the, like, Bravo kooky music where yeah. it's, like, Schwartz coming and it's yeah. like, doo-doo-doo-doo. Yeah. Yes. And he, and, and, um, 
Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Schwartz finished his steak. I thought he was going to, like, finish the whole thing. <laughs> Him just <laughs> eating there by himself, the, eating the surf and turf is so yeah, funny. This was a bad idea. That was so great. <laughs> and then we find out, first, Christina Kelly runs to open the door. Because Christina Kelly is probably thinking, like, this is someone from, like, this has been an authorized interaction. Like, Schwartz is supposed to come up. Because Christina Kelly is, like, new to the show. So I'm always thinking, like, what Christina Kelly is doing is, like, she's new to the production a little bit so she's yeah. ready to just like open that yeah. door and then katie was like no wait we don't know who this is like schwartz isn't supposed to come up here yeah. no one is supposed to have a conversation with us this is like our scene right now and then raquel you know it's it's raquel at the door and i thought raquel was fully there to like apologize to yeah yeah them, for right? sure that's obviously only, that's, that's what you would reason. think yeah and then, yeah i mean i guess raquel came in and raquel had taken it upon herself <laughs> Per Sheena, she thought that Sheena had given orders to show a scene that they hadn't showed us before where Sheena said, who's going to be the best bridesmaid ever and tell Katie that she's not allowed to go to the preferred pool. And Raquel thought Sheena was serious. She's literally Amelia Bedelia. Like, What's that? <laughs> it's like, it's a children's book about this dumbass maid who she takes everything literally. Oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm trying to think of an example, but basically, like, any, like, um like turn a phrase like i'm trying to think of an example but basically like yeah she just takes everything at face value and fucks everything up because she doesn't understand like um idioms or like is the whole book about a maid who does that yeah well that's kind of fun i like that (laughs) amelia badelia yeah oh that sounds really fun i'm trying to think of like what an example is like i forget what the phrase that she misunderstood was but she basically like ends up like cutting the curtains up like she, you're always just like no that's not what i meant oh, <laughs> i feel fine. like that's wow. raquel <laughs> yeah and and i like from sheena's tone like i could honestly i guess forgive raquel for not thinking it was a joke but it's so obvious that it's such an extreme thing to do that it, it's obvious it <laughs> it's was a insane joke. that she took it upon herself to like that message so clearly doesn't need to be delivered like yeah, no. they don't need to know that also no. it turned out to like not be true like yeah <laughs> and it made katie and christina kelly laugh out loud at raquel uh, for having the audacity to do uh, that it was so, it's funny. so stupid yeah and then christina kelly did a weird thing i thought where she was like she was like does this apply to uh katie and me because i just went to the welcome dinner and it was like kind of a you know okay vibe she's another one where i'm like you're too literal like please shut up like yeah. what are you talking it's about like kelly, you thought that made you in good <laughs> sheena's good graces because you went to her welcome dinner uninvited and it was okay and also what would you do if katie was not allowed in the preferred pool and you were yeah would you go to that right and then christina kelly says i'm gonna talk to sheena um finally and and we're gonna like you know resolve this whole 10-year feud that we've had yeah. or whatever and then i'm just gonna skip to it yeah it's a flashback scene yeah. Sheena kelly actually does it and she apologizes to sheena and the scene must have been so boring that they just gave <laughs> it that black and white yeah. flashback look and they only showed it for 10 seconds yeah that scene with any other cast member where someone is trying to end a 10-year or eight-year yeah. feud with Sheena, that would have been the biggest scene. And Christina Kelly couldn't even put that one together. Couldn't yeah. knock that out of the park at all. Yeah. And it was just a boring And you could break. tell that Katie was annoyed that she even did it because yes. she wants to maintain the feud. Yeah, totally. And she's like, no, you're not supposed yes. to make peace because we're supposed to be like against them right yes. now. Yeah. Um, Katie, if you look back, Katie is sort of stage managing 
Christina Kelly a little bit. I've seen yeah. scenes where Katie will literally pull Christina Kelly to a different position because of like where the camera is <laughs> and stuff. And like with the door opening and stuff, yeah. she's like making sure that Christina Kelly doesn't do the wrong right. thing. And that seemed like <laughs> that was a full Christina Kelly idea. She was like, yeah. this would be so powerful. She went rogue. Yeah. She was like, I, I'm going to have a sit down with Sheena. It's going to be an amazing scene where f- I'm going to be invited to everything. And it was just like, nope, that wasn't even. I literally can't think of a worse sidekick to be assigned like oh then christina kelly it's just like katie's already so boring like yeah i know watching that dinner with her and schwartz you know it was supposed to be i understand that it was really sad and i don't think she's wrong but like when she was like maybe he loved me but i don't think he ever liked me and i'm like yeah you guys never liked each other like all you did was like squawk at each other like insult each other yeah like we know this yes and She's just such a, you know, again, whenever I talk about her, I feel like a misogynist because <laughs> she make, she brings out that, like, that misogynist in me that's like, you're a nag. Like, shut up. Like, the nagging wife. Well, so I am sympathetic. Like, I am sympathetic to Katie realizing that Schwartz doesn't like her and how profoundly sad something like that is. Yeah. But also the extreme positions that Katie has taken throughout the years on Vanderpump Rules, she's almost every time been in the wrong and right. had to um, had to come around to a different position yeah. on every single thing. So did you really want Schwartz to defend you 50 different times when you were wrong? <laughs> right. And then he finally did... Get tired of it. It's like, I'm not defending Katie anymore. You're fighting with Lala. Eventually, you and Lala are now best friends. Yeah. Like, looking back, it's like there were some indefensible positions that Katie put herself in. Yeah. And Schwartz is right. But yeah. it is sad to just, but this is all stuff that they should have worked out early, you know? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. That's why it's like, yeah, I'm like, you guys just don't need to be hanging out anymore because I actually don't want to watch this dynamic anymore. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it is like they're married still. These are the yeah. exact same fights they have when they're married. It's the exact same dynamic. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And then she just starts like sobbing at dinner and it's like, okay, but you didn't need to like do this. Like yeah. she showed up in her like freakum dress. I was like, okay, like what are we doing here? Like what is the point of this? I yeah. don't understand. And then, and then, and then I guess we're just, we're not really doing scene by scene. <laughs> we're just skipping around because it all sort of relates to it. But Sheena and Sandoval and Ariana and uh Raquel all like gang up on Schwartz after that they hear about that dinner because they're yeah. like why are you guys doing this yeah. this isn't sustainable you guys aren't you weren't even friends when you were married so how are you gonna be friends after and Sandoval which we don't like Sandoval <laughs> but I did like when he said I don't want Katie coming to yeah. tastings at Schwartz and Sandy's it's a bad vibe it's weird it, it yeah. is like I agree yeah. I like, mean why? he never wanted her there yeah, like never. period never. they were like Head to head, like yes. enemies about anything about Schwartz and Sandy. Oh, Sandoval has like never hated anyone more. Yeah, well, Stassi and well, I guess Stas. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, he hates Stassi. And yeah, he hates Katie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I always understood that though. Like, I'm like, he didn't agree to be partners with Katie. No, no. Like, just because she's the no. partner's wife is not an automatic like sign in. No, in my opinion, no. like, and he doesn't agree with Katie about anything. So why would he want her as right? A business like, partner? I'm like, if you guys wanted to be like a partnership of four where like you both owned the place as couples then that's cool but like why does she think she's allowed to have an opinion like an unasked for opinion and that's where Schwartz like was really uncomfortable because he was trying to let her have an opinion but then he ultimately was like 
Yeah, and then he doesn't like anything she says. It, right. You know, he never defends her, which, you know, sometimes she is indefensible, but that that fight, yeah. everything about that fight was just everything that they've gone over, their entire relationship. They just cannot get to the point where what what it is that they need from yeah. each other. No, it's just like, let's move on. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. And then uh, my next um, note is uh, Ibiza. Oh, exclamation. Yeah. Oh, when uh, James is James is saying how he's had he's been a part of a lot of different cultures in life, but he's yeah, never he's like, seen anything <laughs> like what Brock's friends do when they're around each other. I'm obsessed that he's like a snob. Like he's like, I'm from London. Yeah. Like he's like yeah. basically like the rest of the Commonwealth territories disgust me. Like yes. Australians are trash, yes. is what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, seriously. And he was making fun of them. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he's just going, he was just going nuts. Viagra. But also like I'm a I, barbarian. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a barbarian. They have their little uh, thongs on with Brock's face on it. Yeah. Which I was like, that is a Tom Sandoval go-to. Uh, oh, almost yeah. almost cliche at this point. He yeah. will always bring a custom Merch. designed merch to yeah. a thing and it was also it just landed so flat it's like okay yeah brock's <laughs> yeah. face on a thong this isn't yeah. that fun at all yeah um yeah it felt like the thing is that party looked like it was like a real party and like yeah the it it felt almost like we weren't part of it yeah. like the no, camera and like that, that like the way it was shot and like the way that like tom and schwartz their involvement it felt just kind of like the party was happening like in the background yeah. or something both um, of those parties too got got short shrift or whatever it was like yeah. you didn't really see sheena's catamaran fun. yeah uh, brock's party just looked wild everyone was just screaming and, and stuff yeah. but it could have been f- more fun maybe if right. they had a joint bachelor party two questions about those dual bachelor bachelorettes first of all who do we think the guy was that james got a physical altercation with because he's obviously one of the people right there. i know i don't know why they don't like do a chiron or something that says the like guy this guy yeah. yeah 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 i literally have no idea and then my next question is jackson Brittany were apparently here obviously uh-huh. they were invited to the wedding but i were kept they looking not... for them yeah me too i wanted to see them so bad in the background because they uh, Maybe yeah. we'll spot them in like the actual wedding because, yes. like, I could see them avoiding all of the party stuff, but like yeah. they can't avoid the literal ceremony. No, like I can't wait to see uh, Jackson Brittany's little little heads there in the yeah. in the audience. Um, yeah, because I was surprised that she wasn't on the catamaran. I know. Me too. I thought she would and, be there. And also, Brock and Jax are really good friends. Mm. Like, so I would have thought that he'd be there too. He, Jax, if I know. Jax, which I do, I know him so well. He probably was like, "I can't come to that man. They're going to be filming like crazy." I'm yeah, like, sorry. I I love you so much, but I'm not going to be at your your bachelor. Totally. Party. Um, also, when Schwartz and Sandoval are um, at the party, um, they're watching those girls shake their ass asses, and um, Schwartz is like, "I think I'm in love." And then yeah. he goes, "Wait, is that Raquel?" <laughs> and yeah. Sandoval's like, "No." I thought that was so weird. And he's like, "Do you wish it was?" Yeah, I thought that was so like a classic tee up, like a fake yeah. tee up for the Raquel drama. Yeah. Like if if you are a decoy defender theory, like if you if that's your theory that this is all a decoy, that scene was like perfect for you because it was like Schwartz, I don't think I don't know. I just can't imagine the world where Schwartz is so attracted to Raquel at this point in time that he really wants to make out they're so bad and then sandoval teeing it up like that like right. oh you're definitely thinking about raquel this is after sandoval <laughs> potentially slept with raquel. yeah it's dark, dark. um 
<laughs> I also wrote down um, when um, <laughs> when James was talking to Allie about the party, um, he described Allie as um, having, I think by this he meant like personality plus, but he described it as a spark in her butt. Oh, yeah. I just kept thinking like <laughs> he bit her butt last week. And yeah, he was just so that's true. Also, I'll insert here while we were at Sir. Um, I haven't talked about this widely, but two of our friends have gotten readings from Allie. And while I was drunk at Sir, I made an appointment to talk to her on Monday, which was the next day. And I was like, oh, if I can do it tomorrow, yeah. I'll definitely make this appointment right now. And I woke up in the morning. And I was like, wow, like I'm going to talk to her today. I'm going to get my horoscope reading, whatever. And then I got an email from her and she was like, I don't know what happened, but that was like a double booking. So I'm not available. So now I'm not going until the 18th, Whoa. but I will reveal all. Yeah, that'll be on really the episode nice. that week. And <laughs> everyone that we talked to has said that Allie's reading was amazing. That yeah. They like almost cried yeah. because she had such a good take on everything and she was so sweet to them. So if you were ever thinking about getting a reading from Allie, I think you should. It's yeah. been all positive feedback she does it on zoom um yeah they said it was incredible um i called my mom while i was at sir to confirm my birth time and um it turns out that she was wrong by 12 whole hours she confirmed to me on sunday that it was 3 a.m and then in the morning i asked her to confirm via my birth certificate and it was 12 p.m which i don't know how you don't remember whether you had a baby at three in the morning or the, three in the afternoon. The witching but. hour. <laughs> three a.m. the witching hour or was it noon? The yeah. most diverse time periods of a day. So, yeah. But anyways, I was born at 3 p.m. So, oh, 3 p.m. Yeah. Okay, okay. 3 p.m. So, sorry. 3 a.m. versus 3 I thought it was 3 a.m. Apparently, my sister was born at 3 a.m. But I'd, anyways. I'd prefer to be born at 3 a.m. Yeah, it's like kind of cooler, more dramatic. Yeah, and you were almost the other day. Like yeah, barely that new day. I'm Christmas Eve baby. Yeah, and you are. I'm a um, five days before Christmas, so twelve twenty. But I have no idea when I was born. What what time okay. of day? Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, we're so our birthdays are so close. Is that essential? Just to get into astrology for one second, is <laughs> it essential to know what time? Like the time of day has a real impact on on your whole. I don't know. Life. Um, like. Like, I think they can do it without that, but I think it would just be more accurate based on, like, where things were at at that exact time. I honestly don't know that much about horoscopes, like, at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a Capricorn, and I know that I'm, like, a cold, bitchy person. That's the only thing that rings true to me. Do you believe (laughs) in them? I'm like, sure, like, why not? Like, I'm kind of like, I don't like rule my life based off of that information, but it's fun to like every like few weeks or like every couple months, I'll like Google the horoscope and be like, sure, let's see what it has to say. Yeah, I'm a a Sagittarius, which I I can't believe we're different signs in in four days apart. So I guess I'm the very end of Mm -hmm. Sagittarius. But I, whenever I meet a Sagittarius, this could be totally circumstantial and coincidental, but I think vibe well with Sagittarius wow. whenever I find another December baby uh-huh. I think it's December late maybe late November early December I'm like I, I feel like we have similar personalities we were born in winter and there's just <laughs> something about it and, you know yeah. and, and with you too it's yeah. just I don't know maybe there is something to it I mean why wouldn't that have an impact on your life when right. exactly you were born yeah um 
So. No, it's interesting. It's fun. I mean, it, people are like so into it right now, like culturally that sometimes I think it's a little much, but um, yeah, like how much like uh, minutia is there attached to this that could right. actually be significant? Like, right. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I can't wait for my reading and I'll definitely spill the beans um, after that happens and let you know what's going on with my relationships, my career, all of it. Yeah. Speaking of Allie, <laughs> Allie again Allie, again, is such an MVP for me this season just because as a counterbalance to James, I guess, because I don't know how she would do like on her own, obviously. But just for some reason, (laughs) the way Allie presents herself makes James seem even wilder. Like their their dynamic is like it's like you see James with a new filter on. It's like embarrassing. Yeah. and, and, And to me, the most embarrassing for James was when he said, let's do that spinny dance that we do. You know, our classic spinny <laughs> dance. And Allie was like, I have no idea what he you're talking about. He was like, it's about. our signature. And then he goes, he goes, you don't know what it is. Let's do it. He, he's still trying to make the moment happen. And then he starts to spin her and she's too embarrassed. Oh gosh, she has she no idea. She will not do it. He clearly was going for the like Titanic Irish deck like spin. Is that what he was doing? It, that's what it looked like he wanted to do. Like where you're just like have your hands in the middle and you're just spinning around. So, like did they do that at canyon club twice probably <laughs> and oh then ali and then he goes and then james said the most embarrassing thing which because i knew he was embarrassed he was like now everyone's looking at me because you didn't do that with me and he was so embarrassed it's and a nightmare from hell that way i mean yeah if i did that at a <laughs> wedding i would be like okay goodbye everybody that was so and james obviously he's so self aware yeah. Yeah, of yeah. himself um but yeah great she Allie just moment. refused to participate like yeah. despite she seems like she is just still uncomfortable with being on camera. Like, I think, like, it happens a lot with partners on Bravo where they come off in a certain way and then you realize, you're like, oh, I think they just, like, don't actually want to be on camera. And then when you realize that, then you kind of give them a pass because you're like, I think they're just, like, uncomfortable and they're just trying to run away. Like, they're like, can I leave now? Like, I don't want this. <laughs> yeah, like totally. Like, for sure. There is, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt if they seem strange, especially the first couple episodes yeah. they're on because they're probably being weird. But I think Allie is like good on camera. No, she versus is. Versus Raquel. Raquel <laughs> took three seasons and she she's still horrible on camera. Yeah, I, mean, I so. know. I always think about that. I think it's the first season of Roni when um, Bethany's dating the other Jason, the first Jason. Um, and uh, she gets drunk and she has him over to her apartment and they have a conversation where she's talking about whether or not they're going to move in together and it's the most awkward scene of all time because he just keeps going can we talk about it later and she's like no let's talk about it now like da 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 and he goes can we talk about it later and you're like oh my god like I know that you're just ignore. you know what he's saying and you're ignoring it and you you just want to like blast through but like it's so hard to watch and I always think about how There are certain people that are just like, I don't want to be here. Yeah, I, I'm so <laughs> cognizant of of the filming aspect of everything. Like, mm-hmm. it's easy to get lost in this and just take it at at face value and watch it as a show. But I am always thinking about the cameras, the editing, yeah, the producers. How Ali is probably like, this is insane. That yeah. I'm on a reality show. I right was now. laughing when she leaves the table after the drama with Ariana and James. And I'm like, the camera had to follow her all the way back to the room. And I just stayed at a place like that. As I said last week, they're so big. Really? Like <laughs> the cameraman probably had to follow her like a mile back to her room. Like it's yeah. <laughs> so far. Yeah, that is wild. Um, so then my next note is, 
Peter exclamation point. He is there. I was honestly thrilled to see him. Yeah, yeah, me too. He was like, <laughs> I think he has one moment. He was like, I didn't know Katie wasn't invited or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, he's just so out of the loop. But of course he would be invited to yeah. you know, Sheena's wedding. Oh, I was thinking that makes me think. Uh, Sheena and Charlie must not be close friends. At oh all yeah, because remember uh, Sheena really liked Charlie. She was like a uh-huh. mini me to Sheena. Yeah, something must have happened because now Charlie is friends. Oh, I guess Charlie's friends with Katie more now. Right, so maybe she feels like she took a side. But then she totally took Raquel's side on right. the whole yeah. thing. So, so where does Charlie fit in? But they must not be you know as close anymore. I thought that right. was interesting. Charlie yeah. couldn't. Charlie as a cast member couldn't even secure an invite to yeah uh, Sheena's dark wedding. Stuff. Um, so then we have, um, <laughs> Lala, Katie, and, um, what's her name? Um, Christina, my brain, like, couldn't even yeah, bother to think of her name, but, Christina um, Kelly. them wearing black, Lala wearing white, mm-hmm. sitting at the restaurant, just, like, the most prime table to look at the party ever. And, and the way it framed was so beautiful. It's <laughs> Sheena's face. Fully in frame, and then you can just see Christina Kelly, Lala, and Katie having dinner there in the same shot. It's amazing. <laughs> the producers had to have secured that table, right? Like it couldn't have been framed any better. Like, I, what I, are the odds that they were like that restaurant sounds good? Katie was like, the menu seemed really good. It's like well, the menu at the <laughs> all inclusive resort. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, and then I couldn't believe we, you know, we we don't want to talk about it. But I could not believe Lala just cho- chose to sit out the a huge part of the wedding to be with. So Katie rude, yeah. And then um, Schwartz once again in on the action, and he <laughs> raced over because he had a very important thing he had to take care of. So he says, "Come on, guys, earmuffs. I have to talk to Katie privately." Yeah. And then they don't do earmuffs, and he says, "Katie, will you please shave my armpit hairs? They're too, <laughs> they're too long right now." Which. Of all the things he's going to say, like Raquel showing up to Katie and Christina Kelly's door, you don't know what she's going to say. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I know it's like, it's cute and charming, I guess. Another. No. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I did love that she, they were like, when they like, they're like, huh? And then they eventually kick him out and then they're like, we feel kind of bad. And she was like, no, he's drunk. I call that pest mode. Yeah, I and I was, was like, that's such a peek into their marriage of like, just like, you Jesus. know, that she was like sitting around at home and he'd be like, Baba, like, uh. like they're yeah, just like I annoying. Need I need yeah. something. Yeah. They have so many phrases and, and terms <laughs> for each other. They're so well versed in each other, <laughs> even though they fight all the time. And like, yeah, her calling it pest mode. That's the, <laughs> That time of the night when Schwartz is drunk, but he's not blackout drunk, but yeah. he's just being a pest yeah. like, or whatever. She knows like the three hours in his drunken state that he's a pest. And then yeah. they kept saying things in their divorce dinner that was like words I'm sure they've used a hundred times, like slippery slope, uh-huh. ultimative, <laughs> yeah. you're being weird. Yeah. Like, like they, they have so many words for what they do yeah. to each other that it's almost like their own fight language. I love the, the last straw um, at the dinner was when he was like, you're a provocateur. You're yes. a provocateur. He, that was like, he, he's like, he, he's never pulled that one on me. He's never called me. That was like a new she word. She was like, absolutely not. That was a new word in their fight dynamic. <laughs> provocateur. I will not be called a provocateur. Which... At the French dinner. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was wild. I mean, yeah. It... Um. So then based on the the view of them at the table versus the party, um, Raquel does a little bit of stand-up comedy um, of impression of Statler and Waldorf, the Muppets. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) I want to tell the audience listening right now, if you are not in a 
place where you can laugh out loud, <laughs> you gotta wait and pause this and get out of a place and find a place where you can laugh because Raquel doing Muppets <laughs> was one of the least funny things <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. And they let it go on so they long. did her dirty. She was really thought she was doing something did there. Did they do her dirty? I mean, I don't know. It went on. She didn't have a punchline. Yes. And they let her try and get there. I didn't know. Because it, it seems like the editors or producers want Raquel to be sympathetic this season before they knew about... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's one thing they no, tweaked. No, I don't know. Like, I was just like... She just kept going. And I was like, I don't know if I've ever like seen someone act like this yeah, it was like, it was unbearable it was, <laughs> it was unbearable to watch it was Raquel is so unfunny yeah like there was no like you know like it made me like think about what the definition of comedy is like right. something that's like unexpected a little off kilter like commentary that like is like haha like that is how it is and yeah. she was just like it was so face value yeah. her commentary like it was like she was like we don't like fun yeah yeah bah humbug like, yeah bah humbug we hate love did has, do you think she had seen the Muppets and she knows those two characters or though or though when you see two people sitting on the sidelines commenting yeah. on something that's like the go to right, reference example. to call them the two elderly men from the Muppets do you think she yeah. had that reference or do you think the producers were like weren't they acting like that yeah I mean I actually do think I bet that she like actively does watch the Muppets okay. as like her prime she's still, entertainment she's still <laughs> I think she's maybe watching Sesame Street. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I have to believe because the the uh, producing producing team obviously has a good sense of humor because Vanderpump Rules is like very funny. Yeah, and the edits they do are very funny. So I maybe mean, they were leaving her. Also, to... you know who's really funny? The Muppets. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So that that could have been you know shade towards Raquel because they gave it they gave her a full minute to do that Muppet stand up routine. And yeah, it was one of the least funny things I've ever seen on Vanderpump Rules. Raquel oh, is not funny. I bet that Sandoval was like, that was adorable. He probably thought that was so adorable. Cute. What did, yeah, did she have Muppet um, like <laughs> frills on her? Yeah, she had like little like feather, like yeah. marabou cuffs on her dress, which um, really made f like for great puppet commentary she yeah, was kind of what, pretending to use them yeah that's why i was wondering is it's too perfect like she had these big muppet head frills and then she <laughs> happens to do a muppet stand-up routine it really made her late era dab look good. oh yeah it's true <laughs> um yeah uh but yeah i feel like i guess nothing much else really happened until um schwartz and raquel make their way to that little pool table yeah raquel secured this like poolside table <laughs> for just her and schwartz because she heard that schwartz was getting ready to make out this night right like she's like oh my god i think schwartz is gonna make out with someone wouldn't this table be perfect for it and then they both have this this lame lame inorganic fake conversation about yeah. why they are destined to make out it reminded me so much of max and dana's relationship in the in oh, the, yeah the forbidden in the, the forgotten season dark eight. era max and dana would only talk about their relationship and only say that this was a relationship and talk all around the relationship and you never saw any hint at their yeah. chemistry at chemistry right. once 
this brought me back. It's like, you guys just, this is not something either of you want. And they keep saying, once Katie brought this into you know our heads, this is now what we want to do. And the way they're talking about it is like, it's, there's nothing sexual about this. Right. Um, no, Katie, it's... Katie called it a creepy uncle kiss. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Katie went immediately to, to Instagram and posted a story. And she goes, that dinner was horrible. And then she said, I can't believe what Raquel did coming to my door to tell me not to go to the pool. And then she said, and I also can't believe I was so worked up over this like creepy uncle kiss between Raquel and Schwartz, which I thought the same. I thought the kiss seemed really awkward. There's just yeah. too much pressure on it, and it doesn't seem like it's yeah. something that they both really wanted to do. It was really hard to watch. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm dying to see um, what the follow up like reaction is if all those people do see them from the side of the pool because that would, I guess. Maybe that's the first thing that Andy's talking about yeah, of like is... shit going crazy. Yeah. Because if all those people saw that happen, they'd Katie's probably like know freak immediately. out. Katie is 10 feet away. Yeah. 50 feet away. She is going to hear immediately that that kiss just happened. She is going to freak out legitimately. Yeah. With, with good reason. And yeah. I think, yeah, we might be starting the era of the best yeah. Bravo Andy. I've I mean, we're seen. running out of episodes. That was episode nine. Yeah. So apparently, there's, only... there's fifteen. Did you see? Yeah. You see that new news? Fifteen episodes total. Yeah. Andy said he watched seven on the plane back to back to go to the reunion. And he said those seven okay. were the best he's ever seen. So, so yeah. I think he's including this episode okay. now as like the lead up. I also heard that um, he said that. Um, they're going to have bonus reunion content on Peacock. Insane. Which I hope it's just like a raw feed. Yeah, I hope <laughs> it is too. The entire eight hours of shooting. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he interviewed Sandoval, Raquel, and Ariana separately. So yeah. how are they going to like work that in? I was like, that's like what cops do when they interrogate you is they want totally. to get you away from your partner because they'll be like, he already told us everything. Andy and then is... they'll be like, that's not what she said. Andy's a genius. <laughs> the fact that he can keep up with every single show on Bravo and be so caught up enough to ask the best questions on every reunion and on Watch What Happens Live. It's, he was like so rough on Schwartz last night and I'm like I love that Schwartz basically probably for like no pay just had to like fly his ass all the way to New York to get Again. like grilled. Again? Yeah. yeah. This is like nine weeks later. He was and just like, in New York for the premiere. All of them will do that every single time they're asked. Yeah. Like no questions asked. Like just like alright like get me the flight I'll be there tomorrow, like to then just be treated like a moron. Yeah, totally. Air. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, it was it was it was perfect. It was like I, we are so in a dearth of of real info here, and we're all just like scrambling to figure out what's going on. And like that felt good to hear yeah. Schwartz just be honest about everything. Ugh, it was really insane, but yeah, I feel like I'm hoping that next week is the real kickoff of yeah. the like end of the or the beginning of the I think it is strong in season. I think James is finally gonna confront that Brock wedding guest bully and beat him <laughs> to a pulp. I think Katie is gonna go absolutely light everyone's ass on fire like she said in the mid season trailer oh, yeah. and burn everybody alive. I could light you on fire for what you did. We know that Sheena and Christina Kelly are gonna be peeking out like those two Muppet characters when they look off their balcony and see Sheena's <laughs> oh wedding my God. happen. Raquel's gonna like her brain's gonna explode when she sees them actually on a balcony. <laughs> She's gonna be like, ah. it's over, oh, Raquel. Yeah, Raquel's gonna be like, wait, wait, wait. The thing I said actually makes way more sense now. 
Uh, yeah, hopefully Jax and Brittany decide that they uh, are allowing their footage to be edited back in so we get to see them at the wedding. Seriously, oh my um, god. So how, overall, how did you feel about this episode? I thought it was good. Um, like I said that we talked about last week, like it still has been fairly low-key. Obviously, the kiss ended on a big note, and it was really hard to watch. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm I'm still waiting yeah. for the explosion. Question. If we didn't, if Scandaval had never happened, we didn't know anything, we just, we had been given little glimpses of like, maybe Schwartz and Raquel were dating, yeah. or we knew that they weren't, or whatever. That kiss, I feel like, wouldn't have even had that much impact on a normal season. I wouldn't yeah. have really cared that much. Yeah. It's just, just doesn't feel right but that could be complete you know hindsight right it's 2020 but i know um no it's hard to like watch it without context of like how this season would compare without the like clues of what's to come it's hard for me to believe that schwartz is actually attracted to raquel Mm -hmm. especially if this whole joe thing is real and he's actually actively just dating someone but he doesn't want to claim it and joe right. claims she's dating him and he's just this is just fodder for the show but Schwartz right. said it, he said on watch what happens live he's like this was a real kiss or whatever mm-hmm. but it didn't, didn't feel real to me right and then did we already talk about this last week about the like big bear trip mm-hmm. that raquel was supposedly was Insane. on that, that Schwartz looked very bad there He's like, I didn't know he was going to bring that Raquel. He said that she smuggled her in. That's just that's just lang- evasive language to say, like, yeah, he had no idea. But you're partying with Raquel. You assume that Ariana and him are on the outs. Or yeah, whatever, like, how would you not know? Secret trips. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did love that Andy was like, um, he was like, how is your business doing in the wake of all this? And I could tell that he was basically like, that was, I think, when he was talking about the vandalism or whatever. But then he was essentially like, I think he was afraid to say it, but he was like, it's doing really good. Yeah. No, I mean, they all are doing good right now, these restaurants right. and bars. They are all like, this is the height of Vanderpump Rules fervor. This, yeah. is, this was great for business. I also love that he basically said, like, come on by. Like, I would love to talk about all of this. Yeah, like, so I was immediately like, Amy and I are going over there immediately. <laughs> yeah. We have a one-on-one <laughs> interview with him. <laughs> I think we might be heading there this weekend. Um, yeah. So I'm praying that he's there. Do yeah. we think that Schwartz will go to Sandoval's concert. Yeah, I think so. And I think maybe this is the time as we're winding down where we should, you know, let our beautiful Turtle Time (laughs) listeners know that Amy and I, for purely journalistic (laughs) reasons, are going to Tom Sandoval's concert at the Canyon Club because we want to get to the bottom of what the hell is going on from... Straight from the horse's mouth, Tom yeah. Sandoval. So we are going. We are going. We are first. We're going to Schwartz and Sandy's first, and we're going to leave from there. Um, so I, I'm really hoping. Honestly, perfect best case scenario would be that Schwartz is there and that he comes with us. Yes. <laughs> oh, he just says I want to go in the press van you guys hired, and I will go there. Can you guys be my ride? That would be best case scenario. Yeah, I want to put that into the universe. I, and I feel like you know, you know, I, I feel like this is our responsibility as podcasters and journalists to go and to feel out the vibe and to try to ask questions to Tom Sandoval. My only question is, I was wondering if we should go fully live and film this thing for everyone to watch, because I don't know how supportive the world feels. Obviously, we're not pro 
right. Sandoval. But if you guys want to see it live and like for us to go live on TikTok, <laughs> you know, let me know because it's something we could surely do. Yeah. But we want to hear from you if that's something that you're interested in. The Canyon Club is trying to act like on their website. I don't know if this is specifically for Sandoval because he's afraid of haters or not, but they're trying to be like, no video recording. And I'm like, that is impossible. The entire thing is oriented around people filming uh, Tom Sandoval perform. But I was going to do a workaround where I'm going to tape my phone (laughs) to my head and then put a hat with a big (laughs) hole in it so just the camera (laughs) lens comes. And so hopefully if I wear a big tall top hat, it, it would get out of that, you know, that would be kind of a loophole. Nobody, nobody would know I was. Yeah. No, I, um, I'm going to tape a GoPro to my glasses. <laughs> okay. That would be so cool. So let us know if you want us to go live, but either way we are going to try to, um, ask Sandoval some questions and definitely Schwartz at, um, Schwartz and Sandy's. Yeah. That's we, definitely going to happen. We are your men on the ground. Yeah. Um, you heard it here first and the content this weekend is going to be major. This, yeah, stay tuned to Turtle Time TikTok and Riley Hamilton TikTok because it is going to be wild on there. And also, Amy and I have a huge announcement. Big Um, news. Big news for our Turtle Time listeners. Amy and I are going to start a Patreon tier. And then, Amy, what was that tier called? (laughs) We want to call it our Villa Rosa VIPs. So we want our Turtle Time listeners to imagine that they are at beautiful, beautiful Villa Rosa. Imagine Lisa and Ken just invited you into the Villa Rosa estate. You have to walk past Hanky and Panky. You have to comment on how beautiful Villa Rosa is. You walk in the doors, Ken goes, what would Ken say? (laughs) Hey. (laughs) And then Lisa goes, time for tea. And she brings you a nice, (laughs) uh, hot, cup of Lisa's favorite tea and you just get to sit down at Villa Rosa and have an amazing chat. So that's what we want this Patreon tier to feel like. Yeah. Um, let's be honest. Rocio would bring you out the tea on a silver tray. Well, we're going to be sort of like, it's imagine actually (laughs) that Lisa leads you in and then Amy and I are there and we bring you the tea. We displaced Rocio. Yeah. Yeah. We are actually now Lisa's, uh, Lisa's maids. And this is going to be a place where we can recap Vanderpump rules from the start. Cause I know there's a lot of new Vanderpump rules fans or people just want to go back into mm-hmm. the Vanderpump rules universe and start from the top. So Amy and I are going to start recapping from season one, episode one. Yeah. And, and I, my real goal for this is that when historians look back on Vanderpump rules, like 50 years from now, and they're like, what was going on on reality TV and what were people watching? This is the definitive (laughs) compendium of Vanderpump rules. And Amy and I have however many episodes there are to just fully encapsulate what Vanderpump rules was. Yeah. I mean, I literally did a rewatch like six months ago and it's already been too long for me to keep track of all of the relationships and everything that's gone on. Even seven season seven and season eight. And I can't tell you when certain weddings happen. (laughs) I've seen it like five times. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's finally time to catalog this thing. This is the definitive rewatch of Vanderpump rules. So if you want to join our Patreon, obviously we love you more than life itself. All our non Patreon fans, but could you imagine the love that Amy and I will have for you? If you subscribe to that Patreon, it would be a love, like an everlasting beautiful <laughs> love. yeah we need your support we're like pbs 
Um, yes. We're like Listener the Muppets. Exactly. We're like <laughs> we those need two. your help. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, it's it's this is on this is the docket for Amy and I. It's it's Sandoval's disgraceful show at Canyon Club, where we <laughs> are only going for journalistic reasons. Schwartz and Sandy's maybe to grab that one-on-one interview with Schwartz that he talked about. Yeah. And then full-blown Patreon mode. This thing is going to be insane. Every week, Amy and I are recapping Vanderpump Rules. How many episodes is that? A hundred? Yeah, at least more. But don't be a little stinker and wait for six months for all the episodes (laughs) to back backlog. And then you get a bunch of episodes because you are going to want... This amazing content every single week because we're not only recapping episodes, we are going to be making Bravo's most favorite cocktails in history. Oh, yeah. We're going to have so much bonus content that you're going to have severe FOMO. Yes. Um, if you don't subscribe, we're going to we have. We still love you. We still love Amy and I have so much love in our hearts. Our love is still so strong. Like I said, we're still <laughs> giving so much good content to the people who cannot afford it. Yeah. But if you can afford it, you get a little extra bonus oh yeah i just also we didn't even discuss this prior but i just had a brilliant idea we were talking about doing like watch alongs um which i think will be great for specific episodes of vanderpump that are special but what if we do watch alongs every now and again for the various shitty movies that the cast have been in yes um oh oh, yeah that movie where you've seen that sheena's in the movie the show yeah the jonas brothers uh, yeah Um, And Ariana has one coming up for Lifetime, I think. Yeah. Um, So that would be on there. But yeah, yeah, tons to come. It's going to be for everything that is not just these, you know, these meaty recaps that we're doing. It's going to be for all of our extra content. So if you want to be a part of the Turtle Time Brigade, this is the place (laughs) for it. And we love you so much. And any other, we love reviews. We've been loving our reviews so much. And review, it's like a game changer and so kind and... We love our little turtles. We love our turtles. And, and the fact that we have 10 more weeks of the Vanderpump Rules era, we're not even near the end, and we have three reunions. This is the time to be a part of the Vanderpump Rules universe, and we want to thank you for being there with us. Thank you, guys. All right. We love you. Bye. Bye.